Welcome to Stall Warning, a show talking all things lacrosse. I am your host, Ponchito Ojeda. And joining me today is 101 Lacrosse Northern California Director, John Murray. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. A little, little tired. Cats, cats kept me up last night. They were attacking each other throughout the night up until like 2, 3 in the morning. So a little tired right now. Oh, you're a cat guy, are you? That's uh <laughs> That's the first problem. I'm a I'm a pet I'm a pet guy. I have I have a dog at home. Shout out Casey, um, but uh, you know, living the renter lifestyle, renting houses and having a dog is tough. Cats are a lot easier to manage. This is true. This is true. What type of dog do you have at home? Toy fox terrier, little little chihuahua looking dog. That's tiny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a dog here. It's a Springer Spaniel, and it's our first non-Greyhound dog. So we've always had Greyhounds. What's, what's the name? What's the name? Name is Bea because we Bea. can't come up with a name. Yeah. So it's either Bea or I call her Sharon a bunch, especially when I yell. Sharon. Sharon. Oh man. So, I don't know where that came from. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. Where did so Bea come from? What's that? That was the name the foster people had for. Ooh. So. The foster, um, the animal shelter names for my cats were horrendous. It was uh, Elvis and Mrs. Rambo were the shelter names. And we're like, no. I mean, come on. Come on you got to keep Mrs. Rambo. I mean, <laughs> Matt Rambo, lefty, PLL champ. Yeah, I feel like we're going to have to tag him in this tweet and have him call you and figure out why you changed, you know, changed the name. Are you uh, not, not a fan of Terp Town? No, no, I mean, big fan of Rambo. Not a huge fan of the Terrapins. They always just seem to be too good. And I don't know. I just don't like the red. Can't get gone with teams in red. I bleed blue. Uh, you bleed blue. But Rutgers is the State University of <laughs> New Jersey. What is... Something's not adding up here. Yeah. Well, I am not a Rutgers alumni, so... Right. No love right. lost. That's true. You're not a Rutgers alumni, and that's probably okay. Uh, but Rutgers, uh, you know, home of the Scarlet Knights. So I guess they're not red. I guess they're scarlet, right? I guess it's not technically <laughs> red. Yeah. Um, that's great, man. How, how are things in California? I know there's lots of smoke in the air. Is it uh, still yeah, really bad? Yeah, the smoke. Um, well, the temperature has dropped, which is nice. We finally got out of that heat wave. But um, smoke's still in the valley, at least in Napa. It's been pretty bad. Um, I know they've held off a lot of the workouts at school due to the smoke, but uh, at least the containment for the fire has been a lot better. So fingers crossed everything gets taken care of. People's homes are protected. I actually found out um, an old coworker of mine who used to live in Berryessa recently uh, moved out of her house um, two or three months ago, and that she that house was actually burned down in the fires. So. Very lucky for her and very unlucky for the people who bought the house. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that is a story, that's for sure. Yeah, so uh, but cool. Well, well, glad things are getting better in, in Cali. Hopefully, that smoke kind of lifts and, and things clear. Um, I know we're only a couple weeks away from tryouts, and I certainly don't want to be postponing those for uh, smoke. We've already had enough challenges this year. <laughs> 2020 but, just uh, keeps coming. 
Yeah, hey, resiliency, though, man. Resiliency, right? Like, don't we always tell our players to overcome adversity? This is a perfect example of it. Um, so, hey, but let's let's talk about September 1st. It's a big day. Congratulations to all you 2022 uh, high school graduates. This is your first big contact day with uh, Division One schools. So if you got a phone call or you got an email or you got a letter, uh, congratulations. That's exciting stuff. I know many of you have worked your tails off to get to this moment. And, uh, and and you've earned it. So congratulations on that. But we're going to talk a little bit about uh, just some some advice as this recruiting period starts. And and then we'll talk a little bit on the Inside Lacrosse uh, Elite Eight event that happened yesterday, uh, which I thought I, I got to watch a couple of those games. Pretty cool. So uh, first, let's talk about the, uh, the recruiting process. So before, John, I know you want to talk a little bit about getting film. But before we do that, you know, just a reminder, and Greg Garunlian, tweeted this out and, and he hit the, the the nail on the head on this one. You know, September 1st is not signing day. So, you know, even if uh, Duke or Yale or Princeton or whoever comes to call in, you know, take, take a breath and, and just breathe and collect your thoughts. Uh, Cause ultimately you have to make sure that it's the right place for you, whether it's the best school in the country or not, uh, it's gotta be the right place for you. You know, and I think every coach would tell you that, but uh, I also think that just it's, yeah. Honestly, I'm t- I'm not gonna lie. If Coach Nowski's calling me, I'm I'm probably saying yes. So, um, you want to make sure you take that breath before. Is you, that a, before is you... that a verbal right there, Punch? Is that a oh, verbal yeah, commitment to Duke lacrosse? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I I will go ride the pine there for for four years, no problem. <laughs> I'm happy to do. Yeah, that. and that's another thing. Verbals are just verbals until it's written. Uh, things can change. Right. All right. So let's talk a little bit about getting film and, uh, and, and some thoughts on that, you know, cause obviously we're faced with a different, it's been a different era, right? 20, 2020 summer, which was supposed to be a big summer for the 22s didn't happen. So, you know, what, what do you think about the film process and what, what's some advice you can give? Uh, yeah, it's, athletes? um, it's definitely tough. You know, we're going through something that's never happened before, but you know, cup half full, so is everyone else. You know, it's not just like one area that's been affected by this, the whole nation. Um, and film is huge. I mean, film is important even if we did play a summer. It's going to be the first thing uh, if you reach out to a coach, they're going to ask for is, do you have a tape? Um, so, I mean, film has been big in the high school game as far as, you know, uh, game planning and reviewing but there's also that secondary aspect where you can pull a lot of it for highlight tapes i know i made a big push at uh justin we never had film before i got there to record as much games as possible so if anyone wanted to play at the next level they'd have some tape for them um and i know that's kind of expanded into the summer where now a lot of summer games are getting taped so coaches can see film um and it's huge i mean it's it's basically like an audition tape to play for your team. Yeah. You know, I think uh, a lot of kids were probably counting on the film for this summer to be the film that they would send to coaches. I know that when I talk to uh, players they're they'll send me film from, you know, they're a year ago now, almost a year and a half ago. And, and they're like, Hey, here's my film. But then it's really old and they're trying to explain it away. And, you know, it's, they don't need to do that. Um, I understand that it's a year and a half old. But what I would say is if you don't have film from the summer, that's no problem. But make make it a point to do that, right? Talk to your club. Like for us at 101, 
like we're going to get film for for every player. If there's no games that are played this fall, we're going to find a way to get a camera guy out there and get film of you doing some drills and creating that kind of NFL combine look so that coaches can get a look at your athleticism, look at who you are. Um, and there's just different ways to approach the film process instead of just highlight reel tapes. You know, and it can give coaches some insight into to what you're doing and it helps them be successful and helps you be successful, right? Because as a player, you, the last thing you want to do is, you know, hey, I'm going to Hopkins, D1, D1, D1. And then all of a sudden you get to next summer and it's like, oh, you're not going to Hopkins. You know, you want to know that, want to know that now, right? So get that film. Yeah. Um, that was my, I mean, I always thought I was going to Hopkins. And then it turned out I wasn't quite that good. <laughs> <laughs> you turned out you didn't run a four three forty, and uh, it just wasn't wasn't in the cards. Yeah, I mean, there's this thing called height and weight, and uh, they're usually looking for six two two hundred, and I was more like you know five foot zero and in a buck ten, so that was just not gonna not gonna fly. Um, and I That's- wasn't as fast as like Billy Bitter or Joey Sankey. As 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 someone who was six two one eighty coming out of high school, um, they're also looking for uh, fast feet. I would say is pretty important. They don't want someone who's dragging uh, their feet and tripping over every single pothole in the field. Ah, um, uh, yeah, not not that that was yeah. you or anything, but uh. no, I just I remember I remember my I'm not going D one moment was uh, Rutgers MVP or MXP. Do you remember that tournament? Are you familiar with that one? I'm not. So it was um, first weekend of June, kind of like our grapevine. Um, and it was at Rutgers. And we were playing Tri-State Black on the turf field. So, you know, the turf field at these big recruiting events is the one lined with the college coaches. We were two of the top teams in New Jersey. Um, and I caught a, bud, a buddy pass on a clear, looking over my shoulder at like the 50-yard line. And a long pole slid up off an attackman. And just took my feet out from underneath me in front of every single college coach. And I was like, okay, probably not going to happen for me. This is probably it. I had my one chance. I'm lying flat on my back. I'm not going D1. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So speaking of coaches being on the sideline, you know, next piece of advice we have for, for you athletes is to contact the coaches. Uh, and use your club people as your advocates. So, you know, uh, I, I have to give some credit here. Jamie Monroe is really good about talking about this college recruiting process stuff. And one of the things he talks about all the time is you need to have advocates uh, for yourself. So on top of being your own advocate, which is the most important, having other advocates. And that's where your club coach or high school coaches can come into play. So what what you need to do there is, you know, figure out what schools you're looking at, right? Regardless of lacrosse, like what do you want to do? If you want to be... Do you want to be an exercise science major? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to be a you know, liberal arts study guy and, or girl for that matter? And then, you know, contact the schools that fit your profile. So, mm-hmm. like, do you want a big school experience? Like, you know, Virginia Tech, big school, right? So, do you want 30,000 students or do you want 10,000 students? You know, those are things to identify. And then contact those coaches and then use your club coach or your high school coach or both to be advocates for you and to, to reach out. Um, I can't tell you how many college coaches I've emailed or phone called or texted with about our players to you know, help them know everything there is to know about them. Ultimately, it's between the player and the coach, but I can be an advocate. And, and so it's really important that you, as a player, are on top of that because it's your recruiting process, right? No, 
no one else should want it more than you. Yep. So they call that uh, in the college counseling world, express interest. Um, I think that really goes a long way. Like coaches want to recruit guys who want to go to that school. Um, and if you're following up on emails, you know, that's huge. <laughs> if you can be timely with emails, texts, calls, um, that's going to make you a more attractive prospect than someone who's ignoring that stuff, who's vaguely interested. And it's the same thing in the admissions department is they want to send acceptances to people who are going to take that and go to the school. And if you are hammering the coach, you're hammering the admissions department, talking to the school as much as you can, that makes you a more attractive student than people who aren't doing that. Right. I'll never forget the story that Chelsea Rosick uh, told us she used to be the head coach at St. Bonnie. She's now the head coach at uh, Lake Erie uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania. And she was telling the story at the grapevine a couple of years ago when she was out uh, to all the, the, the girls who were playing. She says, you know, she says, you, you're your own best advocate. She goes, I kid you not. There's this girl and I can't remember the girl's name. It's a shame because I should. She's like, there's this young lady who email me, emails me every single Monday. She's, she's like, literally every Monday I get this email. She goes, you know, uh, at that point she hadn't seen her play. I don't think yet. And so she's like, I don't know. I've only seen her highlight tape, so I haven't seen her play, but regardless of how good she is, she's definitely on my list because she, you know, she's going to be a good locker room girl, right? She's obviously diligent. She's obviously persistent. She has that type of attitude you need to have to be successful at the division one level. And you know, if she's got the skill set, then she's definitely in. Right. So it's, she, you know, you can make a name for yourself pretty quickly uh, just by showcasing your abilities and and being persistent and 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 showing that you have the resolve to get to where you want to go, regardless of you know the obstacles in your way. Uh, but I remember that story and just being like blown away. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, I don't even call my mom that much. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually making an effort to be more uh, consistent with my communication. Oh man, I'm 27. <laughs> Yeah, this, this young lady was was on it. She knew what she wanted, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that she will end up where she wants to be because of that. Yeah, um, I think one thing we... Uh, I can't believe we've gone this far. Uh, the easiest way to go to where you want to is to have the grades. Get the work yeah, done in the classroom. <laughs> if, you, if, you have, if you have the grades, it's going to make your life so much easier. Give you a ton more options. You don't want to be sitting there... Um, second semester of your senior year and not have a ton of options. That's the biggest thing. Right. And you'll be, you're unrecruitable at some, at some schools, right? Like uh, any Ivy League school, if you have a 2.0, you're about unrecru- it. Yeah, you're, about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and think about it, like Duke, Maryland, uh, you know, Yale, all the top five schools, like they're not, they're good academic institutions. Yeah. They're not going to take players that have really bad grades in high school. So, you got to take care of your grades and uh, you don't want a PG because of grades. You want a PG for other reasons. Um, but yeah, academics first, right? And that goes along with school first too, right? We've talked about this all the time with our guys at one-on-one, but as it's with anywhere, choose a school that fits you the best. Don't just go because of cross. The only exception I make to that is if you can go to a top 10 in division one institution where you can, you have a legitimate shot at a national title. I could understand making the decision to go somewhere and, scho- and be like scholarship. Right. And you have some sort of scholarship being like, I'm going to go there because I want to win title. I get that. Yeah. But otherwise I think you need to choose school first and you need to, you need to find the right place. Cause 
there's great lacrosse at every level. D1, D2, D3, MPLA. It's great lacrosse. There's great lacrosse experiences. They're all different. There's really good coaches across the board. Um, this is, it's, I, I can't stress that enough. I mean, I, I talked to a lot of my kids here at Tech, and they've all been recruited by Division One schools. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, it was between, you know, such and such a school and Tech. And like, why well, is chose Tech, you know? Then I wasn't even sure I was going to play lacrosse because I didn't think it was serious. And then they get here and it's like, oh, it is serious, but it has a good student life balance. And they're like, oh, this is actually awesome. I'm really glad I'm here. And I think once guys see that, they can see those doors opening up and opportunities abound. And I think that's true for D3, D2 as well. It's not just MCLA. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, so what I always I say the same thing to my guys is pick the school first. Because your teammates can change, coaches can change, but your school is going to mostly stay the same. Um, and if you're only going there for lacrosse and you don't like the school and then lacrosse doesn't become as fun as it once was, um, that's where you really see some bad experiences at the college level. Um, right. And I, I found that lacrosse isn't like football, where if you, know, you don't play in college, you're probably never going to play real football again. Um, there's tons of lacrosse playing opportunities um, post-college or even while you're in college and you don't play. Like there's there's club ball, there's men's leagues. Um, you know, shout out our <laughs> attempt at a men's league this summer. We'll definitely try to get that going next week, next year. Um, but there's opportunities to play. It's uh, It's not gone if you don't play in college. That is true, but I am I will just say one thing on that's not necessarily counter to that, but something that's important. As you go through college, make sure you you realize this is the last chance you have at that camaraderie. Men's men's club and men's league is awesome for playing. It is not the same. Yeah. You know, okay. it's just not cuz look, everyone's got to go to work on Monday, everyone's got they, they got kids, they got family, they got obligations. You know, in college it's kind of your last shot at that kind of camaraderie where you're just it's just all about the boys and it's all yeah. about the, the sport. Yeah. You know, that's, sure. that's, that's a good point. That's half the reason all of us coach, right? Like we're like, gosh, darn, I miss all of that. I want to have that just experience with the boys life. for sure. Right. I mean, the best part of coaching is probably the bus rides, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I would say Saturday um, morning practices are the best. Uh, yeah. Saturday morning practices. I, I love Saturday mornings. Um, yeah, so that's kind of some some thoughts for you guys on on recruiting and just what uh, what it means in September one. So uh, hopefully you grabbed a nugget or two from this that you can apply to your life. And obviously, you know our contact information is smattered all over the web. So if you if you have any questions, feel free to follow up on us uh, with us rather. Uh, but in the meantime, let's talk about the Inside Lacrosse Elite Eight. You know, first off, what do you think of the event concept? I mean, I think these elite events um, that are televised are always super cool, really good for the sport. Um, I I think we're both in that category of we consume any lacrosse that's on TV or available online. So the more of that is definitely better. I didn't get a big chance to watch um, a lot of this. I had some internet issues yesterday and we were prepping for our uh, info night. Uh, but I was able to see the Hawks play advanced in the, uh, the, what was it? Naptown. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they're definitely the team to watch. If you get a chance, Annapolis Hawks, probably the best club team out there right now for 22s. 
Yeah, well, they're seed number one by IL in that event, and they they you know they won it um, in dominating fashion in the last game. The the games leading up to it were much much closer, I think, and uh, I think the Team Ninety One Maryland just ran out of gas there at the end. The, the Team Ninety One had an epic battle against the uh, Team Ninety One Long Island Smash, so I'd, I'd highly recommend if I don't know if it's available for replay, but if you get the chance, it, they were really really good uh, games, fun to watch, some really good players. Um, the camera angle is a little tough because it's a field house, so it's 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 kind of like just above field level. But you know, in today's day and age, I would I highly recommend it. I what I did like about this event was I loved uh, I loved the concept of it from IL that getting eight really good teams together for an event is just really cool and a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think it'd be cool for them to do a regional concept of having that both on the east and the west coast. So. You know, doing simultaneous events, one on the east, one on the west, because obviously, like teams can't really travel. You know, all the teams that were traveling for this event were all traveling kind of regionally. Um, so I think it makes more sense to do that because it's sort of during the school year, you know, um, or your typical school year, anyways. So, but I liked it a lot, and and Terry Foy was on the call, which was fun to listen to him um, talking. He's clearly done his homework, and I love that Ty Zanders had his article out right after with the top ten guys in the class. Which is cool. Um, it was. Can you imagine this? Uh, so it was funny. I was reading Ty's article, and and Petromala and Spalina could end up at the same school, and they're like one and two in the class. That would be crazy if someone was able to do that. Yeah, yeah. What school is this? So big, big name ACC school, big name Big Ten school. Uh, I mean, I think Big Ten and ACC are the top candidates for both. I mean, I think everyone would have assumed that Petro would have gone Petromala. Don Petromala would have gone to Hopkins had his dad still been there. <laughs> yeah, they're not Candace's dad. <laughs> but oh, man. now I His son is the number two overall recruit in the 22s. Do you keep him for two more years just so he's there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm a big Petromala coach fan, so I, I, I yeah. hate that he's not there anymore. Yeah, you would never I hate that he's not on the sideline. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's just my opinion. But, uh, you know, whatever. Like I said, open invitation. Petro is happy to come down to Tech. I will happily step down as the uh, head coach and become an assistant to him. And I will love it. It'll be awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think that was, I think it was a cool event. Um, but I think that's all we got for today. It's a short, short one today. Anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, no, I mean, I think we gave a lot of good, um, recruiting advice that I would have loved to hear when I was 17 going into my junior year. Um, was that, just a, was that just a humble brag? Huh? Did you, did you just humble brag on the podcast? About what? About our advice. own advice. You just gave, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, thought, I felt, I felt really I good about it. that advice. If I, I, if I did I my it. college process over again, I'm in a good spot. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Hey, guys, by the way, thanks for listening to the pod. We are amazing. <laughs> uh, anyways, I interrupted your your final uh, your final. Uh, that was it. That was basically it. The humble brag. Oh, nice. I like that. It's a good finish to the to the show. So, uh, Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us again, everyone. Today, we are available on social media at 101 underscore LAX on Instagram and at 101 lacrosse on all other forms of social media. We have tryouts on September 12th and 13th. Be there or be square. Yes, I was cliche, but until that time, 
See ya.